I'd like to welcome everyone back to the Duck Pond Wall, the show here on WEHC-FM 90.7, WISE-FM-WISE 90.5, where we get to sit and chitty-chat with a cool Emory & Henry alum about a project or maybe about something they got going on. And today, we're going to talk about an event coming up uh, that you can be a part of. Let me bring my guest in. Paul Rousseau, Emory and Henry class of 2003. How you doing, friend? Good morning, Monica. It's good to see you. Good to see you. Thank you for having me. Well, I appreciate you getting up. We're we're speaking on early in the morning and uh, to get this recorded for the week. And I just appreciate you so much. And tell me this. Did you ever sit on the duck pond wall with your friends and catch up on the news? Uh, <laughs> I got to say, honestly, no. Um, what? Most of the time that I remember the duck pond wall, it was at like 515 in the morning grudgingly walking past it onto on our way to basketball practice. Oh. Um, those are my most fond memories of the duck pond. Um, but no, to actually sit out there, I don't I don't believe we did. Um, I'm embarrassed to say. No, don't be embarrassed. But when you come back to campus next time, I'm going to make you sit there and have a conversation with me. I love it. I love it. Please hold me to that. I will. All right. So you're a former basketball player, which is very, very cool. And that's one of the reasons why you're involved in this. Let's talk about this great thing we've got coming up. December 11 in Charlotte that everybody can participate in. Yeah, I was super excited to find out. Um, Coach Thompson sends out a, a newsletter um, letting everybody know that they were having a, a, one of their games this year was going to be played at the Spectrum Center down in Charlotte um, against Southern Wesleyan on December 11th. Um, so I thought it'd be cool to try and uh, get a group of the alumni together um, and host some sort of a reception post the game um, on December 11th. Just to get get the crew back together um, and give the the current players an opportunity to network with some of the alums that are that are local, you know, here in Charlotte. Yeah, and we've got a decent number of folks who live down there, so that could be a really good crowd for us. And what a cool opportunity to play at the Spectrum Center! That's that's exciting, right? Super cool. And I don't know if you've ever been in there, but the the arena is awesome. Um, we've been to several Hornets games there. And, um, just a cool experience. I mean, I, you know, that's one of these games where you play a lot of them throughout your college career, but the ones you remember will be something like this. We get to play in an NBA arena. Um, so I'm really excited for the team and the program. Yeah. You know, it's, I guess it gets to be kind of routine to play at somebody else's college gym. And so to play in some place like this, I mean, an NBA stadium is nothing like playing, you know, at Randolph-Macon. No, <laughs> oh, that is true. That is very, very true. <laughs> Did you guys ever get to do something like this when you were playing? Um, we did not, um, memorable trips we took, we took, um, international trips. I remember my junior year, we went to Barbados, oh, with yeah. the team, which was super cool. Um, you know, again, just one of those experiences that you, you know, every time we get together, um, with some of the old guys, I mean, those are the, 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 the things you talk about and that you remember. So I'm excited for this team. Um, and I think that they'll remember this game in this atmosphere. Yeah. Well, in addition to playing basketball at Emory and Henry, you also coached basketball at Emory and Henry. How long were you the coach, the head coach here? Um, geez, I believe it was six <clears> years. <throat> um, so that's going back to, mm. gosh, I think maybe 20, you know, 2012 is when I left there. Um, it was just, it was such a cool time in my life, you know, transitioning after coach Johnson, um, a challenging one, but, but such a rewarding one. And, and, you know, thinking back to the stuff that I took, from that experience um, into my new new career, um, I wouldn't have changed it for the world. Well, that's interesting. I'm going to make you say a little bit more about that. So, how did coaching basketball help you? Tell me, tell us what you're doing now. I work in the the medical device industry, um, which is essentially we we sell technology um, to surgeons and then to hospitals 
and then join the, the surgeons during surgery um, and sort of teach them about how to use it and, and how to, um, you know, navigate difficult situations. So, you know, again, when you think about the experience at Emory and, and through coaching, um, that's essentially what I do now is, is I coach and support surgeons in surgery. Um, so a lot of those things are, are very applicable to what I do now. Do you actually get to go into the operating room? Yeah. Yeah. We've got, we get, um, our scrubs on and, you know, again, and anybody that knew me back at Emory, I am probably the furthest thing from a, a surgeon uh, that you could find, but you know, it's, it's, it's coaching. Right. And I think, you know, one of the things that's that these, these companies look for are people that have that sort of background, because, you know, as I say, when the stuff hits the fan in that room, you know, they sort of look to the, to the product experts on how to navigate them out of sticky situations. So, you know, calm under pressure and all those things that were drilled into us um, during basketball and Coach Johnson and, and the things that I tried to coach to, you know, they all sort of surface once again. I love you telling that because over the years, I've heard a lot of coaches say that athletics, being involved in athletics is a great way to prepare for not, I mean, you know, for one thing, it's a great networking opportunity, but also when employers are looking to hire people, they look for people who have done that kind of activity because they're regimented. They have, they understand about a schedule. They understand about uh, discipline and that sort of thing. But I hadn't thought about it from the coaching aspect. And so that's kind of cool to hear you talk about that. And not, you know, not even just specifically from coaching, even as players, you know, I mean, there's so many things and it, it sort of hits you in the face every day, you know, once you get out of being a college athlete, how, how applicable those things you learn are to, to your professional life, like, you know, working within a unit, you know, um, service over self and, um, you know, being on time, you know, and, and um, working within large organizations, trying to figure out solutions. I mean, all of that stuff um, or, or is, is the foundation you build when you play on a, a college team. When you say being on time, that does make me think of Coach Johnson because I've heard horror stories about people who sh- showed up late and how that went. You know, it's funny. I, I still remember the feeling that, you know, going to bed and waking up, you know, countless times during the night in fear that you're going to sleep in. And I still get that. Like if there's a bit, like even this morning, you know, it's 7am yeah. last night, I, I wake up three or four times. I'm like, Oh, I, I can't be late for this. So um, again, those things just stick, um, but they're good things that stick and they serve you well, you know, year, for years to come. Yeah. I think that's really great. I also love that you get to be in the operating room. I didn't know that was a thing until I just recently talked to another Emory and Henry graduate who does the same thing. And she showed up for the interview in her scrubs. And I was like, what do you, what do you do exactly? I was, I couldn't believe you guys actually get to go in there. That's interesting. Yeah. You know, it's funny because the the surgeons obviously know everything else about surgery and they've done years and years of training but when it comes to that little little part of the surgery that involves your instrument you know you you are the expert when it comes to that instrument so when it comes time for that instrument to be used they do rely on you because the you know they keep very busy schedules and they don't have the time to get proficient in, in so many different aspects especially when it comes to new and innovative things so that's why they have you in there and oftentimes they won't book the surgeries in, unless you can be there, which, um, you know, again, is, is terrifying and exciting at the same time. Because you suddenly realize it's important if you're there or not. 100%. Because, yeah. I mean, again, I mean, they, they want what's best for the patients. And in order for that to happen, they want to make sure that, you know, every little thing that could go wrong, you know, can be fixed in that moment. Yeah. How, how long do you have to train on that piece of equipment to be able to show somebody else how to do it? 
it's pretty intense. Um, I mean, it's, it's a, a good one to two months um, testing, you know, there's cadaver labs, there's all different types of stuff. And again, I think the important thing for any, you know, any current student that's thinking about going into this, you don't have to be, you don't have to have a biology major. They can teach to those sort of things, right? Um, I think the important things, the intangible things that you need to have are, you know, again, like calm under pressure. Um, you've got to have a good work ethic. You've got to um, be willing to understand when to speak, more importantly, when not to speak, because those those moments become pretty tense in there, as you can imagine. So, you know, it's it's intense, but I, it's a very rewarding job. And I always said, you know, leaving coaching, you know, every day as a coach, your emotions are like happy, sad, you know, angry, you know, elated. And so when you leave that world, you have to have something that sort of, you know, scratches the itch for you. And, and you know, being in those surgeries, um, you know, it's, you don't know what you're going to run into. So um, it's very gratifying to work in the industry. So you needed something that was a little bit, um, I don't want to say edgy, but something that would kind of keep you a little on your toes. You were, you weren't ready to go into an office. No, 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 I don't. I think I would crack. I mean, I almost did during COVID when we couldn't, you know, be out there. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, that's why they, they recruit to those types of personalities. Um, you know, former athletes, former military, um, they, they need people that, that are okay um, being in those situations every single day. So yeah, I, I really enjoy it. That's crazy. And somebody who kind of responds well to both the thrill of what well, that you might call anxiety. I might call it anxiety, but you kind of a bit of a thrill. <laughs> yeah, it's exciting. I mean, like I said, I mean, there's been some sticky situations. Um, and I think you, you get the ability to form great relationships with those people because you're, you're, living through those moments with them, you know, the, the good ones and the, the scary ones. And um, it's very, very gratifying. Yeah. Were you this? I'm, I'm just one last question about your job comes kind of fascinated, but did, were you prepared to go into like a cadaver lab? That's, that's, um, that's intense. No. Yeah. And I remember the first one I went into because my sister is a physician and she's a, a, an OBGYN and I, I almost passed out the first time I went in. Cause again, you go from drawing up out of bounds, place to now all of a sudden like you're in these rooms um and it, it's 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 culture shock and I mean I, I remember calling her like oh my god I need to do this and you know it's 6 30 in the morning when you, you're in a lot of these and she's like well did you eat you know so there are certain things and then once you see like one or two you I mean now I'm shocked at the things that I see every day but um yeah there was a little bit of a uh, oh my god what did I get myself into moment there I'm sure. Well, I'm glad you never had to do a cadaver lab to coach basketball. That's right. So go back to coaching for just a minute. Um, Were you able during your six years to, do you remember a thing or two that you got to do for your students that, that it's kind of like what, what coach Ben Thompson is doing right now? Some, some sort of cool opportunities that you had. Yeah. I remember um, the New York city trip that we took. Um, We bussed up to New York city and, and played in a tournament up there miserable bus ride um but was was just a really cool experience so many of the kids um had not been in new york city um you know we went to a, a college basketball game in madison square garden we walked around times square it was just a really really neat experience for them um, um i remember one night coming out of a practice and you know we had a lot, a lot of kids from you know local kids southwest virginia kids you know just walking across the street taking pictures of the skyline and cars you know, we're zooming past. And I remember having this moment like, oh my God, guys, like we are not in Glade Spring anymore. They're <laughs> going to hit you with their car. Like, you've got to watch where you're going. 
Um, so, so just completely different with, you know, used to, but I, I think they enjoyed it. I certainly enjoyed watching the reactions out of them. Um, so again, I hope that that was a trip that they'll, they still talk about and remember. Oh, you know, it is. I mean, and that's, that's one of those things that Emory and Henry is able to do that, you know, I think people worry sometimes when they come to Emory and Henry, oh, it's out in the country and I'm not going to get to see things or do things. But, you know, we have all these great opportunities for travel and experiences that I don't think people expect from here. I think that there are so many experiences that we had there um, and that we keep with us. And I think every student that went there shares a similar, has similar stories about those experiences. Um, it really is a hidden gem. And, you know, living up there, even after college, you take for granted you know, what that place has to offer just from a, uh, a scenic perspective. I mean, when I drive through there now, I mean, it just blows my mind how beautiful it is there, you know, and what you get to see every day versus, you know, when you live in a city like Charlotte, which is also beautiful, but a, but a different kind of beauty. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I get, I, I still get homesick when I'm gone for very long. So I understand. Yeah. I, w- I want to remind everybody we're speaking today with Paul Rousseau, Emory and Henry class of 2003. Uh, former Emory and Henry basketball player, former Emory and Henry head basketball coach, and now he is um, in sales for for medical devices, which is very cool. But he's right now we're loving up on him today because he's also a great Emory and Henry volunteer, and he came up with this great idea of how we can parlay um, an upcoming basketball game into a really cool alumni event. So let's let's talk back about that a little bit more and talk about how we can get people connected to that so let's talk about the Emory and Henry game for starters and then because there's another cool aspect to this that if you buy a a ticket to the game what else do you get to do yeah so the the Hornets play the Miami Heat that night um, at 7 p.m so so the game the Emory game begins at 115 so the hope is that folks can come in um, enjoy the Emory and Henry win um, and then head over to a local bar and restaurant called the Daily um, which is in walking distance to um, Spectrum Center, where the game's being held. You know, the thought behind this is we're going to host sort of a, an alumni event, a networking event where we can get everybody to come in, have some some hors d'oeuvres, some drinks, um, interact with the basketball team. Um, they're going to have their team meal there. And then um, continue on if folks would like to head to the to the Hornets game that night to watch them play the Heat. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of a I mean, I, you know, I don't do a lot with sports, Paul. You may remember this, but um, I'm thinking that a game between the Hornets and the Heat is kind of, a, that's going to be a fun game, right? Yeah, yeah, really, really, really fun. Um, and again, if you have not been to that, I mean, it, it's it's really something. So I think people will enjoy, enjoy both games. Um, and again, I think the proximity to where the uh, the event is, you just park your car and you can you know, sort of do three things that day, you know, yeah. see both games and head to the event. Yeah, well, I haven't been to that arena, but it was on a date. And I think we all know how long ago that would have been. <laughs> all right, so, so the Emory and Henry game is at 115, right? And they're playing, who are they playing that day? Southern Wesleyan, it looks like. Um, it looks like an, another, you know, non-conference Division II opponent. Um, I'm still trying to wrap my arms around the Division II thing um, as it is new. Right. Um, exciting, but new. Um, so I don't know a lot about them, but it looks like they're based out of Greenville, South Carolina. So you may, you know, see fans coming up through, through South Carolina as well. So it sh- hopefully should be a, a nicely attended game. Yeah. And you know, you're, you were a coach. And so what, what are sort of the, some of the advantages to playing a team that you don't normally play? Yeah. I think you just want to test yourself out of the, the norm of, of your conference games. Um, 
you know, hopefully I think the idea is in preparation for, you know, when you get to the NCAA tournament, you're obviously going to be playing a lot of teams outside of your conference and you want to sort of gauge where you are in relationship to everybody else outside. Um, so I think that's the idea behind it. I mean, most teams, um, you know, pick a challenging non-schedule again, just to sort of as a litmus test to see where they are. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's at one fifteen, and then that'll last for a couple hours and people can doodly do around, but then they can go over to what's this, no, what's the name of this place now? The daily, the daily. Yeah. Really, really cool. Um, Irish pub themed restaurant. Um, that's one of my favorites in Charlotte. We'll have the whole restaurant rented out. Um, so, you know, again, um, it'll be Emory themed for that day, um, which is a great theme and uh, very close to the arena. So I, I really, really would love to have, you know, great attendance there. Yeah. And then after that, so they can, they can, you know, hobnob with the team because they're going to be having dinner over there. So they can meet the team. So they can talk to Coach Thompson. Um, they can talk with other alums and have a good time. And then if, if they wish, stick around for the seven o'clock game between the Hornets and the Miami Heat, which would be very, very cool. You're expecting some of your old pals to be back for this, right? We would hope so. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to call them out here. So, you know, we've got um, Justin Call, who's local, Kenny Carver, um, my buddy Jay Rosser will be coming in from D.C. Um, you know, we honestly try and host a, a little reunion of our, our years, you know, every other summer on Lake Norman. So we, ha- we typically have a pretty good crew that comes in. So we get to see these guys and we're in, you know, constant communication with them. So hopefully I'll be able to pull some guys over. Um, and I'm starting to reach out to other years um, of people that I either played with or coached. Um, because again, there is, there's a large base of Emory alums um, in Charlotte. And I think we just need to activate everybody and, and get the message out as best we can. I think we'll have a great turnout. And to be clear, it is for everybody, not just for basketball alumni. You're going to be working that, that angle, working on basketball alums, but um, we're going to be advertising to everybody and hoping that everybody comes. Um, parents, I guess, if parents are going to be there, could they come? Absolutely. I think the more the merrier. Um, again, I think, you know, it's dual purpose. It's it's cool to like relive the glory days, but I think it's also a neat thing to to network with folks in different walks of life. And, um, you know, one of the things that I, I would love to, to be more involved with is, is to help exposing, you know, current student athletes to different professions out there, because I think, you know, the percentage of people that came out with a degree from Emory, you know, that are studying or, or working in that specific degree, you know, it's not disparity there. And so I, I did not, I went to school for education and now I work, you know, in the hospital. So um, I think it's cool to expose people to different careers. That was your, what was your major? It was education. I did not remember that. Were, we, were you going to teach high school? Yeah. I mean, the, the thought was to stay in coaching, um, I mean, for forever. And I mean, I couldn't have on in a more different path so again i just think it's it's a good idea to expose people to different things yeah well i love it and i and i i enjoy hearing people talk about the fact that going to a liberal arts school kind of prepared them on lots of different levels to handle whatever comes at them in life because you know life is what happens while you're making plans that's absolutely very well said all right, and I also love that you guys stay in touch with each other. I think that's neat that you guys, as as teammates and, and friends, have stayed connected over the years. But a bunch of you guys are also really, really good about 
um, volunteering for the college and giving back to the college and offering your time. And so why is that why is that important to you? Did you did you experience other alums who did that for you along the way? Yeah. And, you know, and specifically in basketball, I think, you know, Coach Johnson made it a point to um, to really expose us to the, the people that came before us, you know, not only from a basketball perspective. Active, but for the things that we're talking about, you know, we, you know, four years goes really, really fast, um, alarmingly fast. And so I think, you know, to have people that came from a similar situation, if it had experienced, you know, similar things at Emory and Henry, you know, it's good to connect with them because everybody, you know, is, is, is should be willing to help, um, you know, people that come from Emory and Henry. So he was really good about it. Um, and so, you know, if I can continue that on and help other people that are currently, you know, playing or, or even not playing, you know, I would I would love to be a part of that. Yeah. Well, I think that's I think that speaks well to to your heart that you're willing to, able to willing to do this and, and uh, willing to spend time to organize something like this. So I appreciate you. It's December the 11th. It's a Monday. Yeah. yeah. So um, I think it's, you know, good to prepare now if, you know, if people need to take time off from work. Um, you know, I've heard some people say that they're going to take a half day, you know, maybe work half day and then get there for the one o'clock start. So um, December 11th, one fifteen, and then the reception will be following that game. Right, 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 right. So it's a little bit of time in between. And then the Charlotte Hornets play the Miami Heat at seven o'clock. So, so yeah, so we hope people will come from everywhere, not just Charlotte, but we hope people who are hearing this from all over the place, maybe somebody will come up from South, come down from Southwest Virginia. That would be fun. But from all over the place, we'll advertise in the e-news and let people know and have it on the webpage um, and do some emails to, to folks. But, um, but yeah, we want a big crowd there. Is there a limit to how many people can, oh, there is a limit to how how many tickets they are, they're selling? I I don't know that number though. Do you? I don't. That would be a fantastic problem to have though. I think right. Be so um, I think the maybe the takeaway here is just act sooner rather than later because I would imagine there is um, a cap on it. Right. So we're not so much limited at the daily, but we're a little bit limited on tickets. So if you do want tickets um, and to participate in this, um, you'll want to be in touch pretty soon. The ticket, if you just want to go to the basketball game. It's $40, and that will get you into both games. Is that right? Yeah, yeah I'm just checking my cheat sheet here. Um, we both have one. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah. So $40 would get you into both games um, without the reception. Not that you couldn't come to the reception, but $55 will get you entrance into both games and then some more d'oeuvres and a couple drinks at the at the daily. Okay, so there you go. So that's a pretty good deal, um, you know, if you're if you're looking for a fun day of basketball and to support Emory and Henry and may, and, and, and in, in particular to see it as sort of a network. I love that you keep calling it a networking opportunity because for our, our students, our student players, this is really a great opportunity for them to network with other alums and, and professionals out there. And so I hope that a lot of folks will take advantage um so forty dollars for both games or or the low low price of fifty five dollars for both games and the reception and we are going to just ask you at this point if you're listening to email the alumni office alumni at ehc.edu and we will connect you to the link to buy tickets because we don't have that right in front of us and so if you'll just email me in the alumni office again that's just the word alumni at ehc.edu, and we can make connections for you to get those tickets. But do act soon because I know he only has a limited number that he's that he being Coach Thompson only has a limited number that he can sell. Um, so, and we want to get everybody in there and make it a big crowd for the Waspers, but also a big crowd just for the fun of the reception and for the game that evening. Um, 
What would you say as we wrap up here, Paul? What would you say to other alums as they, you know, are out there thinking, I'd like to get more involved in things? Why, is, why has this been important to you? And what would you say to other people? Just do it. Uh, just do it. Um, but I think, you know, beyond that, I think, uh, you know, I think when you reflect back on your time there and what it's done for you, you know, years later, um, I think it's good to support um, the cause and, and to get behind and help contribute to, to the kids that are currently there um, because folks did that for us. Right. Um, and if we stopped, we stopped doing that, we sort of break the cycle um, and sort of the beauty of, of what Emory and Henry is. And that is, you know, you take incredible experiences from your time there and you apply it to later in life. Um, and again, that requires support um, from alums. I mean, the alums are a huge part of what my experience was being at Emory. So um, I think we owe it to the kids that are there now. I love that. I think that's great. And I also want to give a little shout out to the fact that this morning, Paul is using a coffee cup that has a picture of both of his daughters on there. And that is, that is very endearing. I just want you to know that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> son and daughter. It was just, he had no hair. Oh, in oh sorry. 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 Son oh, and daughter. Hopefully he'll be a future wasper or she will be a future wasper someday. So. Well, I hope so too. That'll be great. Paul Rousseau, Emory and Henry class of 2003. Thank you for getting up early and doing this with us today. It's my pleasure. It's so good to see you. Same here. And thank you also for what you're doing um, for our students and for what you and the guys are doing to make this great event happen. Let's just say it one more time. Monday, December the 11th in Charlotte at the um, Spectrum Center in Charlotte. Um, $40 will get you into both games, the 115 game with Emory and Henry and Southern Wesleyan. And also the 7 p.m. game between the Charlotte Hornets and the Miami Heat. But $55, the low, low price of $55, will get you both games plus a reception across the street um, with hors d'oeuvres and a couple of cocktails. And you have a chance to, to interact with the students. And it's going to be a, a great time. All right. Thank you, Paul. Nicely done. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. We appreciate you and we appreciate what you're doing. And we want to thank you. And we also want to thank everybody who's listening today to the Duck Pond Wall. Um, please stay tuned to WEHCFM 90.7 for what's coming up next, because this is the voice of Southwest Virginia.